Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, just to make you feel nice and old, the film Ferris Bueller's Day Off is 36 years old, yet it still occupies a warm and fuzzy place in people's heart, not least because of the idea of skiving off for the day and getting up to all sorts of mischief. The writer, Lee John Greco, wondered if it was still possible to do all the things he did, so she went to find out. Lee, good afternoon to you. Hey, good afternoon, Sean. Thanks for having me. So to possibly even fit in a facsimile of all the things that happened in the film, what time did you have to start at? So I had to go pick up my friends around 8 uh, and 8.30. So I did start the day a little bit earlier than Ferris Bueller would have. Um, but yeah, we got down to the Sears Tower around 9 o'clock um, and then ended up going up to the tower around 9.30. Um, so yeah, it, we didn't spend uh, the morning, you know, hanging out at the house and then uh, trying to trick the principal or something like that. Yeah, so, I, you know, it's the movies. It wasn't a documentary. So, you know, that, that's fair enough. And in the Sears Tower now, there is there is a plaque commemorating the film. Yeah, there is. So uh, they look out uh, onto the north side of the city and we were trying to uh, find the spot where they uh, shot that. And all of a sudden we look to our left and yes, it says uh, you're standing uh, in the iconic spot where Ferris Bueller was filmed. And the three of you were dressed as the three main characters in the film as well. Yeah, I had a vest on, uh, just like Ferris. Um, my friend was wearing my fringe jacket. She was playing Sloan. And uh, my friend Vasilios is from Michigan, so he already had a Detroit Red Wings jersey. So we were all set. Yeah. Now, so and in the course of your day, how many people did you encounter dressed similarly to yourself, even though this film is 36 years old? Yeah, so it's a Super popular film in Chicago, um, and I didn't know that other people walk around, uh, visitors or Chicagoans dress like the characters, but this is apparently a thing. Um, so when we went to the Art Institute, which is where uh, they filmed that very famous montage scene uh, that ends, of course, with Cameron looking at Sunday and Le Grand Jot, um, we ran into another Cameron and another Sloan. Uh, and then we ran into a 12-year-old Ferris, hmm. um, whose mother has been planning this day um, before he was even born. Um, his real name was Dax Durbin, not actually Ferris, of course. <laughs> um, and then apparently we didn't run into them, uh, but I found this out later that um, there was also another Ferris Bueller group uh, at the Cubs game that afternoon. So, uh, yeah, quite a few uh, Ferris's and his friends uh, walking around Chicago. And the, fa- the very fact that the three of you were dressed as these characters, did th- that help you a little bit? Because uh, especially, say, um, at the... Now, you were nice and early getting into to the Art Institute, but at the, at the baseball game, you were kind of trying to sneak into seats you didn't have tickets for, as I understand it. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, And I was talking on another uh, podcast in Chicago about this. Um, When you're dressed like the characters, you certainly get a certain amount of, I guess, like Ferris privilege. Hmm. Um, Because when you're watching the movie, you want to live vicariously through Ferris Bueller. And so I think when people see that in real life, they have the same reaction. They want to live vicariously through you. So they want to help you have the best day ever. So People, you know, wanted to take photos for us and videos, and um, it was super easy to get on the float. They told us we that 
that they were looking for a Ferris um, for this German float. And then, um, yeah, the Cubs game, it was, we had one or two ushers that didn't let us into seats. Um, but then everybody else kind of let us go by, or we even had a vendor selling beer who immediately recognized us. He told us some other vendors were featured in the film. So Chicagoans have a lot of pride in this movie. So they're excited when people are reenacting it. Yeah. Now, and, and I get the impression from the piece you wrote about this for the Washington Post that that, that Chicago isn't very good at baseball uh, and that, 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 that your chances of uh, seeing a game where they might actually win were fairly remote. Uh, you know, well, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I would say right now the Cubs are not the team that they were uh, when they won the World Series in 2016. Um, it's a bit of a sore point right now in Chicago. Mm, a couple of years ago, they kind of uh, disbanded uh, that team. They made a lot of trades. Um, so we lost some of our best players. So, yeah, the Cubs... Uh, could be better, but we still had a good time. Yeah, now, and you did mention already that you, you got onto a float in the parade. Are parades a, a common thing in Chicago? Do they happen all the time? Yeah, um, I mean, well, Chicago's very seasonal. Um, so we do have parades all year long. We have the St. Patrick's Day parade, of course, and ones around Thanksgiving and the like. Um, but Chicago, we, we call it summertime shy. That's when, you know, not just the summer begins, but it's kind of a state of mind. We're so cold most of the year that Mm. by the time summer comes, every single day has a street festival with food and music um, and sometimes parades. And there are so many different uh, cultures in Chicago that, you know, there's a German parade and a Mexican parade and a pride parade. And so, yeah, you could probably find a parade Every single day of the summer, if you really want. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. And how long does the kind of, uh, does the summer last in Chicago? And when, when did the winds start? <laughs> they started, I feel like yesterday, uh, which is the first <laughs> official day of fall. It really, there was that, uh, there was that kind of snap in the air. Um, but yeah, I'd say like, I've definitely worn a winter coat in May and then suddenly the end of May or June, you'll jump in the lake and it'll be beach weather so okay. uh, we don't get much of a spring yeah and in 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 planning your ferris bueller day were there many things that featured in the film that that aren't there anymore there were two big things um the one is uh from the trading floor scene um that you see in the beginning of the film uh that specific floor doesn't exist anymore. Um, There is another uh, floor at CME. uh, But since we did this on a Saturday, we wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. Mm. And since we couldn't do the original floor, we just decided to skip that. Um, The other thing that we changed as far as location is the restaurant in the film, Shea Key. Um, That's a fictional restaurant. So they filmed the outside in Chicago, just at Um, I think it's just a random apartment building, a private home or something. And then I believe the inside actually is, uh, it was filmed in LA. And I think that is the same restaurant that was also used for Blues Brothers, which is another very famous Chicago film. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Lee, thanks William for speaking with us today. That was Lee Jean Greco there, a journalist based in Chicago that that piece she wrote uh, is for the Washington Post. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk and I take a break back in a minute. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.